Pop Health Podcast is a public service of 24-hour home care. Um, I read that folks can now receive up to 60 one-way trips to a medical appointment. That's like two and a half round trips a month. That's awesome. Yeah. That's happening. It, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And what we also did, you know, beyond increasing the number of trips that are available, we made the trips, the trips accessible to more than just your doctor's office. Okay. So you can take, you can take, uh, you can secure transportation to get to fill a prescription at a pharmacy, or you can get take transportation to access your gym benefit. Okay. Um, again, we're trying to get have the benefits address the entirety of the person's health. everyone and welcome to another episode of Pop Health Podcast. This is Gavin Ward, co-host of Pop Health Podcast. In today's episode, I had the opportunity and privilege to sit down with Martin Esquivel, Vice President, Medicare Product Management for Anthem. In today's episode, Martin shares about his love for his family, his love for video games, and I'm sure his love for the new benefits coming to Anthem and its members here into 2020 and beyond, with a special focus on the supplemental benefits for its Medicare beneficiaries. We hope you enjoy today's show, where you'll learn a little bit about some of these new benefits, such as additional transportation, which is not just medical transportation, and one of the fun ones, pest control. We hope you enjoy today's show, and if you do, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. Martin, can you share with us something that might surprise the audience or your coworkers even? Maybe something outside of the healthcare space. Wow, surprise the coworkers as well. That you just made it harder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got one though. Uh, we at home, uh, we own pretty much every video game console ever made. Oh. And if I was to say that it was really just for my kids, I wouldn't be being honest. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, Gotta ask. <laughs> so you said every console. I'm going to name a few really quickly, and I want to see if you have. Maybe not ever, but go ahead. okay. Neo Geo. Neo Geo. No. Wow. Oh, got wow. you. <laughs> you got me right away. Yes. No. Uh, more common. Okay. Cool. So, yes. so what would be your? Uh, I know you have uh, you have kids. I do have uh, kids, including I just recently learned off the air a 12 year old. Correct. Um, Correct. So what do you guys play together, or are you guys more solo players? That's a fantastic question. Yeah. Uh, so we are in, we are all solo players. Okay. Uh, separately, but we do play together, and uh, we've had the most fun over the years. If I had to name one, it would be Cars 2, the video game. It's a racing game. That seems like it would just be animated, but it's actually a lot of fun. There's a lot of energy, not always positive, <laughs> uh, in the household <laughs> with, with the racing game. Um, that and Super Mario. Super, any Super Mario game is always a lot of fun with the kids. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was When you said the racing game, that Cars 2, you know, Mario Kart's the really popular Mario one. So Kart it's interesting one, yes. to hear yes. about this Cars 2. Yeah, Cars 2 is great. Mario Kart, we, we own them all, I think. We have at least... Four through seven or whatever they're at now, nice. uh, and we've we've actually we, we get into it. So. Yeah, I and bet. and actually we spend a lot of time on Forza as well. So Forza, okay, Forza is fantastic. Yeah, nice, and, and great, great animations. Well, free plug there for Cars too. There very, you go. <laughs> very cool. So uh, Martin, I know you live uh, here in the Greater Los Angeles area. Uh, before we get into Anthem, I want to learn a little bit about you. So can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and maybe uh, where you did your undergrad? Sure. Uh, I actually grew up in Santa Barbara, California. I, I went to Cal State University, Northridge, and 
as I, you know, was trying to decide what to do with my life, I, I knew that I knew that I wanted to be a businessman, right? I wanted to do something that that's what I aspired to as a as a, as a kid. Okay. While I was at while I was at Cal State Northridge, uh, I was advised that maybe I should check out a healthcare administration class. Okay. And what I found pretty immediately was, wow, wait, I can do I can be on the business end of something that. Um, really makes a difference in the world. And so very, I was very excited by it and yeah. it ended up being a nice move for me. Okay, cool. So uh, born in Santa Barbara as well? Born uh, born in Los Angeles. Oh, born in Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. I lived in Santa Barbara from the time I was three. Okay, cool. It's a great place. I went to college up there and we were chatting briefly about that. I know your uh, your dad still lives up there. My correct? parents are still there, yeah. Yeah, parents yes. are still up there. Yes, very cool. Absolutely. And you're not too far from them, which is nice. Not too far. Not too far. Very good. So you took a healthcare administration class. Someone motivated I did. you. Yes. Before that, actually, you mentioned you wanted to be a businessman. Yes. That's now, correct. I try to teach my son because I guess I'm kind of in the business world. And I say, yep. You want to be a, a business guy one day? And he says, What's that? So, what in the world inspired you to want to be a business guy? Uh, really, it was uh, as much about what I didn't want to do, right? So, okay. my uh, I grew up in a pretty humble environment. Okay, um, my my father was a janitor, and ah. my my mother worked at an electronics company, but really along an assembly line, if you will. Yeah, and the uh, really the motivation came from them. And yeah. you know, encouraging me to do go out and do something bigger, broader. Okay. And a businessman was generic enough, if you will, right? So as you see people in suits and you think, well, maybe I can, I'll aspire to do that. Yeah. I didn't really know what it meant. Okay. That is awesome. Um, I think it's really neat that you uh, got that inspiration from your parents and are still close with them uh, physically and it seems like emotionally as well. So you go to Cal State Northridge, which uh, for those of you uh, in the audience, I know we have folks listening from all over. Cal State Northridge is not too far from some of the hubs, um, some of the biggest, I guess, health plan headquarters um, here in uh, Southern California. So did the physical geography help you get connected to healthcare? Or could you tell us about that? That's a great question. I, I, actually, many of my classmates ended up working, uh, doing internships in ha- local health plans, because you're right, they're you know literally 10 minutes away. Okay. Uh, yeah. in, in my case, uh, I was asked, if I would consider an internship at a hospital. Mm. And I ended up taking the internship. I spent, uh, re- really for my Spanish, for my Spanish skills is, is really why they, why they wanted me there. The, I, I ended up working for two academic physicians who really taught me how to question everything. Okay. They taught me, uh, that what comes through in, in numbers or financials isn't the whole story and and i spent the first the formative years of my career essentially in quality improvement and really analyzing testing improving measuring and um, really that was the basis for growing up in healthcare okay um i you know i spent time after that working for a local health plan uh spent time consulting for cms uh, for the centers for medicare medicaid services um, and then, um, really after that got focused in on Medicare and have been doing Medicare Advantage for seven, almost 17 years now. Oh, wow. That's great. So one thing you said earlier about, um, a couple of physicians that you worked with, you, you mentioned numbers don't tell the whole story. There's a famous head coach. who's one of the most successful in the NFL. You may know this name. The audience may know them, may know him. Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots. Yes. I'm a Los Angeles Rams fan. So oh, I don't know about that name, but yes. <laughs> 
I got you. Yes, I know who he is. It's uh, <laughs> as we're recording in the fall. It's uh, the years start off not the same as last year. Right. <laughs> There's still hope. There's still hope. Nice. But yeah, Bill Belichick. Uh, he's funny. He uh, yeah, he's been very successful. But like the physicians, he's definitely like yeah, I got anal, I got numbers, guys. But you know, I don't really look at numbers. Right. Right. Although we'll get to your role here at Anthem, you definitely must look at numbers, which we'll get to here. So uh, you got your experience there doing your internship. And uh, you just looking at your background, you've worked for a few different health plans. Tell us how you ended up coming over to where you are today, which is Anthem. I spent the first few years in Medicare Advantage uh, in a regional health plan. And we, we were acquired by one of the big health plans. And I, so at that point, I got to learn what it meant to be small, a little smaller regional. We were sizable for a regional, but nevertheless regional. Yeah. Um, then I got to experience, you know, what it meant to be, you know, to be vice president of product management for a national organization. So I d- did that. I decided I wanted to go back to a, a smaller company. Yeah. Um, one where it was a small enough company where I could make a difference, but it was big enough to matter. Yeah. And so I did that for five years. And then, and this is all kind of here in the same this general. Is, uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been fortunate fortunate enough to live in Southern California my whole life. So awesome. So yes, uh, my roles have been national two different times and regional a couple of times. But um, as it relates to Anthem, uh, it really it was right time, right place. Um, the 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 team was being put together to essentially uh, grow the okay. Medicare Advantage business for Anthem. And it was an opportunity for me to um, really get back into the national environment and try to make that difference for the on a bigger scale at, yeah. at a time when it, when the company was really trying to get bigger and be um, build that right model for Medicare. So. Yeah, that's that's great. I think I think probably everyone listening knows Anthem as an organization. Uh, I know it's you know it's a big organization. My wife is a teacher. She has a CalPERS health plan, which is affiliated with Anthem. There's Medicare Advantage. I know explaining what Anthem is isn't necessarily like a uh, an easy answer, but maybe just real high level. Sure. Um, could you kind of share with the audience like who Anthem is? Maybe uh, any history, just just super briefly. Yeah, uh, from a broad organization perspective, you know, a- Anthem is the combination of two. Many blues organizations is the best best way to think about that. Okay. Um, dating going back a few years uh, to two big companies, two okay. big blues affiliated organizations, WellPoint and Anthem merged. Okay. Um, Anthem is the brand for all of that now, so we're we're the blue affiliate in fourteen states. Okay. And and so that's the the company the. Corporation level, if you will. Okay. Um, there are several lines of business. My focus is on on the Medicare business. We offer Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement in twenty three states, actually. Okay. Um, Medicare Advantage in twenty three states and Medicare Supplement in in uh, sixteen states. Got it. And then my understanding is uh, when people say like Medicare Part C. That's the same as, is that synonymous with Medicare Advantage? That's correct. Medicare Medicare Part C is synonymous with Medicare Advantage. Okay, great. Now, Medicare Advantage um, has been kind of a buzzword for many years, and it's becoming more common in our vernacular, even like, I wouldn't say necessarily non-healthcare people, but it's getting there because it's growing. And I know we did a health plan series last year. We're doing a health plan series this year. So just quickly for the audience, I think most of you know this, but 
uh, seniors have the option to opt into regular Medicare or opt in, if, if they are Medicare eligible, they have the ability to opt into regular Medicare or a Medicare Advantage plan. And more and more opting into the Medicare Advantage plan, and I think one of those reasons may be due to new benefits, um, also known as supplemental benefits. And I'd like to ask you a little bit about Anthem supplemental benefits here in a moment. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will learn a little bit more about Anthem Supplemental Benefits. We'll be right back. Pop Health Podcast is a public service of 24-hour home care. So Martin, why do you think there's been such a growth of Medicare Advantage um, recently? We started seeing the growth in Medicare Advantage uh, as far back as 15 years ago. Uh, really initially driven by a, a more affordable, uh, more very predictable um, cost experience. So Medicare supplement typically has higher premiums um, and in exchange low to no cost share. Medicare Advantage uh, was as, as often available at zero premium or low premiums. And th- that really started the growth. The growth has been buoyed over the last you know, really 10, 10 years plus by uh, addition of what we call traditional supplemental benefits, benefits that original Medicare does not offer. So think of benefits like vision coverage, hearing coverage, um, even dental coverage in some cases. Um, Very recently, uh, with uh, CMS guidance changes, uh, we've actually uh, offered a very different type of benefit that's unique uh, and supplemental in nature. Again, goes way beyond what Medicare is covered originally, and frankly, it's it's what one of the reasons that the discussions we've had discussions with home care organizations because they they've been interesting to those organizations. Great. So you mentioned kind of these newer supplemental benefits. So you had dental and vision, which kind of sometimes had that term supplemental benefit right. to it, but in 2018, CMS Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services gave plans permission to offer new benefits or maybe things that historically weren't considered directly related to one's health. So an example you talked about uh, prior to the break was home care or in, uh, for the audience you may think home care, you're like, well, that's been a benefit for many years. Well, let me explain. Home health has been a benefit for many years through Medicaid. Home Non-medical home care has been a benefit, but health plans like Anthem, who receive their funding, for, or at least from the Medicare side, my understanding is, Martin, Medicare uh, allows members to use their Medicare dollars to go under you guys. So you guys manage the Medicare funds to manage the members' health. Is that, I may have said that, really <laughs> convoluted. Maybe you can explain how that all works. Essentially, when a beneficiary, when, when a yeah, person signs up for one of our Medicare Advantage plans, then we, we do receive funding from the government and we take accountability for that person's care. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So why would I pick you guys over Medicare? Like doing it on my own. Yeah. The, the flexibility that came from CMS, as you mentioned a minute ago, um, really uh, allowed us to bridge the gaps uh, from where a person exists today and how they access care. S- some of us don't have access to transportation. 
And so imagine or not imagine, there are real scenarios where uh, beneficiaries uh, access care in the emergency room because they've, they've allowed themselves to get sick before for well, well, they didn't have access to get to primary care visits or access okay. to get their pharmacy pres- their prescriptions filled. So, so a transportation service allows us to bridge to bridge that gap, right? Okay. So, if we if we offer a service, transportation's one. Personal home helpers um, support in home support uh, is another example where we we can provide the type of service that um, helps a beneficiary first of all stay well. It, it focuses more on the preventive aspects of care as opposed to just the claims payment side. And we're, we're finding that uh, beneficiaries, Medicare beneficiaries, are, are finding those interesting. And okay. um, they are helping with enrollment and they're um, really you know, providing the type of service that we think will help them lead healthier lives. Okay. So some of these benefits you've touched on already uh, would be things like transportation. Uh, you mentioned like personal home care, which is not to be confused with non, uh, excuse me, not to be confused with home health. One other benefit I've seen as well is home safety modifications. Uh, I recently read an article in which you were quoted or which Anthem uh, had shared that uh, beneficiaries can receive up to $500 uh, in home safety modifications. Are there any examples uh, that you've seen or would like to see or can ex- give an example of what type of modifications that money can help towards? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The First, in terms of the, the type of programs that we're talking about, we at Anthem are focused on whole person care. Okay. And, and that really means not only making sure that they're they have a doctor to go to but also making sure that their home environment is safe okay and healthy and as it relates to assistive assistive devices we've stopped short of um, the devices where we're drilling a hole in somebody's home okay uh, but but there are plenty of devices that that support safety like ramps that okay. don't necessarily need to be mounted and so think of things like safety seats in a shower yeah for somebody who really shouldn't be standing yep. not able to stand dur- um, during a very personal time i see it every week in yeah. my day-to-day yeah absolutely yeah and um slip you know uh, slip mats for the shower or um frankly there are grab bars now that you don't have to permanently mount so yeah uh, the it, we're getting a lot of uh, positive feedback around that type of benefit okay Awesome. So you're adding these supplemental benefits. You mentioned, uh, you know, we talked about transportation, non-medical home care, home safety modifications. Going back to transportation, um, I read that folks can now receive up to 60 one-way trips to a medical appointment. That's like two and a half round trips a month. That's awesome. Yeah. That's happening. It, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And what we also did, you know, beyond increasing the number of trips that are available, we made the trips, the trips accessible to more than just your doctor's office. Okay. So you can take, you can take, uh, you can secure transportation to get to fill a prescription at a pharmacy, or you can get, take transportation to access your gym benefit. Okay. Um, again, we're trying to get, have the benefits address the entirety of the person's health as okay. opposed to just, you know, um, paying a claim when it's time to pay. Yeah. So for, for those type of transportation services, are you, I know back in the day for like, you know, when you think of 
insurance reimbursed transportation, I think most people probably think of medical tra- expensive medical transport, ambulance, gurney vans. So who's providing these uh, these one-way trips or excuse me, yeah, these these medical appointments or whole person trips? It, it, it's a great question. What, what we've done is we built a program where the provider is sort of secondary secondary to the actual solution. So okay. we do contract with three different organizations across the country. Okay. Um, but to every individual, they have one phone number to call. Yep. When they call that phone number, uh, what we do is we assess the type of ride that they need. So okay. for somebody who might need more physical support, we so think of door to door service where we'll we'll walk up to the door and, yep. and, and uh, essentially assist the beneficiary to the vehicle uh, or if it if it if they need to you know if it's wheelchair assistance you know then we we secure the right t- type of ride okay um we also but but for this year what we've done we've expanded it so that based on the assessment of the ride if the person's ambulatory very comfortable and they're really can support a curb to curb experience yeah then our, our transportation partner actually partners with uh, typical rideshare services like you or I might use, yeah, and uh, really uh, allows that to uh, be the experience that I think most of us have become very comfortable with these days. Um, Definitely, very predictable. It, very important that it's trackable on time. Yeah, um, the uh, and, and frankly, there's backup for it, right? So you know, in in the old days of transportation, if your ride was stuck in traffic, then the ride was stuck in traffic. With rideshare technology, then you can have a backup plan to, to yeah. have a ride show. Up yeah, definitely more on time. I mean, there's, there's, um, it's it's a difficult type of service when you think about yeah. it. I mean, because the last thing you want is for your mom or my mom or anybody to be stuck waiting for a car. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've I personally used Uber and Lyft very regularly, and in my uh, my day to day job, uh, we're using it often to transport seniors, even our workforce. I mean, we use it to transport our workforce. So 2020, right around the corner. Yes. We can now talk about the benefits for 2020. We can. Uh, Open enrollment is here by the time this uh, episode rolls around. So what's new for Anthem and why should people uh, know more about you guys coming into 2020? It's very exciting. Um, So when when the 2018 guidance came out for 2019, we, we, we were... Uh, among the first to offer most of the services that you see. And we were the only one to offer a choice. Okay. Right? So pick the one that best suits you is really the model. So right? a la carte, here's the menu you right. pick. Right, exactly. Wow. You pick the one that works for you. Okay. So in 2019, that was a list of six in most states. There's, there's exceptions. Okay. Um, the uh, For 2020, we're adding four more to the list. Okay. And so we're adding... Um, we already covered... A healthy food delivery okay. benefit, where we would deliver uh, prepared, ready to heat and eat meals. Okay. Um, so, but we decided that we also needed an intervention type of benefit. So, we're introducing a nutritionist benefit. Okay. Where that includes eight nutritionist sessions, eight okay. sessions with a nutritionist. Okay. Um, uh, that we follow up. Those, we have follow up those visits by sending um, sending a box of uh, non-perishable food items, so pantry items. Okay. Uh, the the idea is that the nutritionist helps to educate on the importance of healthy meal and how to prepare it, and then we follow that up by sending food. Okay. Um, and is that a home visit, or does the uh, beneficiary go to see the nutritionist? The nutritionist is a telephonic program okay. at this point. Yes. Cool. 
Um, also new for 2020 is pest control service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's pretty cool. So, so that we, you know, there there are a lot of people who live in environments that are um, sometimes infested, right? Yeah. And so the the classic example is bed bugs. Yes. If you have a beneficiary who has who's living in that environment and really has no way to address the issue, yeah. replacement of, a, of the bed or the cow or, or the mattress is too expensive, uh, or it's in the it's in the building and there's really not a whole lot of value to replacing the matrix um the we will provide an eradication service so we'll come out and take care of the problem um once a year yeah once a year you know what's interesting uh earlier today i was in a uh, a meeting and one of my colleagues mentioned he went to a senior's home because uh and it was in an assisted living even like a nice assisted living and there were there was a infestation in this nice community's room and my colleague, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Bodhi. Uh, he uh, he actually did. He took care of the roaches himself. Yes. Um, but it would have been great, obviously, to have. And I, I get, yeah. especially after this morning, when I first saw pest control, you heard me laugh a moment ago. Uh-huh. Because when I first heard it, I'm like, what is that for? Most people don't make that connection, right? Yeah, absolutely. We No, we... we pay claims for people who have allergic reactions to pests, to bed bugs. That's yeah. the example I brought up earlier. Yeah. Um, we know people live in roach infested environments. And yeah, to man. the extent that we can provide that safer environment in the home, it's a great way to start in terms of getting back to that whole person solution. Okay, awesome. So pest control, uh, we talked about the nutritionist. What else is new? Yeah, we're also adding um, an allow. We've also added an allowance so for, for beneficiaries or for members who have a one of the qualifying chronic conditions and also have a service dog. We we know that the server, you know, having the service dog is an important component of that person's health and safety. Yes. And but we also know that comes with a financial burden. The idea is to address the financial burden component by pro- providing an allowance for supplies such as uh, leashes or a vest or okay. or even dog food. Okay. Case. Are you able to talk on what that allowance looks like in terms of the dollar amount? The reimbursement. Uh, it works just like our assistive devices. It's actually $500 okay. uh, annually, and uh, we're using the same solution provider that we do for the uh, assistive devices, which essentially ultimately ends up being Walmart. So Walmart okay. is the provider. Okay, cool. Nice. To, cool to know that on the back end. Yeah. Okay, and anything else for 2020? Yeah, and then the the other new item this year is access to fitness, um, fitness device and support. So fitness mm. tracker. Is, uh, so a oh. wearable device. The, um, again... Not all of us can afford the wearable devices, and we've seen the power that comes with the with um, self motivating, yes. uh, challenging yourselves on this from from a steps perspective or from you know, tracking heartbeat that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so we are making multiple devices, not limited to one brand. So multiple okay. devices available to beneficiaries to choose from. Um, and wow. again, the notion is to empower. Um, those that might not otherwise be able to afford those. Okay, and is um, and you mentioned that it's not exclusive to a certain brand. That's correct. That's great. Yeah. Um, I actually lost twenty pounds about six years ago, and part of that had to do with fitness tracking. Absolutely. And um, yeah, one 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 of my best friends I think has lost sixty pounds, and really it's all self motivated tracking on the on steps. That's yeah. all he's doing. Yeah, I mean I think it's always great to have a partner. 
but sometimes you can't always have a partner with you, and thus right. it may right. be artificial intelligence, but it still works. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and we recognize that not everybody has the same access to internet support and so forth, but the devices do come with that support as well. So we, it's not just the device, but it's a tracking support as well. Okay, cool. So we know uh, 2020, uh, these new benefits are coming in. Are you guys um, dropping any benefits for 2020 that you had in 2019? That's a great question. We, we actually decided that we didn't need to drop any. And so we, we added four more. Okay. Uh, and in most of the states, it uh, makes the list 10. Okay. So pick 10 to choose from. Awesome. So you mentioned your Medicare Advantage plans are in 23 states. Did I get that right? We are in 23 states today, correct. Okay. So here, California is one of them. Uh, who are kind of your bigger populations uh, that you serve? I'm guessing California might be one. California is one of the bigger ones. Ohio okay. is one of our bigger ones. Florida is another. And then we have... Um, Several states in the Midwest were were pretty large. Okay, and then what? Uh, if you mind me asking, uh, in New York as well. I can't forget New York. Okay, that's great. So you're keeping all your benefits from 2019. You're adding new four here in 2020, and again, those four were pest control, home safety. Was home safety there before? Uh, home safety was already there. So okay. we're at it, it's healthy nutrition, so okay. nutritionist intervention, yep. pest control, okay, allowance for uh, those who have a service dog, yep, and a fitness device and support. Fitness device and support. Yes. Very cool. That's great. And you're not dropping any of them again, which is neat. Right. Um, okay. So what about 2021 and beyond? Do you see anything else coming down the pipeline that you're allowed to talk about that's not already in existence? I mean, it's entirely too early to speculate. You know, the, okay. the, the program, the CMS, the Medicare program evolves um, on a year-over-year basis. And we'll, we'll find out. We'll get a preview in February. Yeah. But at this point, there's nothing to add. Would you agree with this? Uh, there's an old, I guess it's old now, but there's an old 2010, I'm going to say old for 2010, sure. AARP study, 90% of folks want to age in place. Do you think the ability for us to have a greater chance of aging at home, that that's real? I do. Yeah. I do. I mean, um, if you think of the services that I've outlined, several of them were really based about around a safer home environment. It, I think there's a real good opportunity at um, aging in place over time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, uh, this has been another great episode of Pop Health Podcast. Any last takeaways that you'd like to share with the audience, Martin? Just a reminder that, you know, the, that we at Anthem are focused on whole person health and really aimed at driving a life for our beneficiaries where they can you know, be safer in the home, frankly, allow them to access preventive services as well. Very good. Well, that, the last point there is accessing preventative services. And hopefully we can help um, our loved ones. We can inspire them to, to choose to access those preventative, preventative measures. Okay. So uh, Martin Esquivel has been our guest today. Martin Esquivel, Vice President of Product Management for Anthem's Medicare Business Line. Correct? Correct. Correct. All right. Try to say it all. You got it. <laughs> I really appreciate you and your colleague Hugh for setting this up. Um, this has been a great time and only a short drive from where I was earlier. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Folks, if you've enjoyed today's show with Martin Esquivel, feel free to take a listen to other episodes of Pop Health Podcast on com. You can find us, of course, there or on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And, of course, to learn more about Anthem's products or services, they can find more by searching. Uh, Shop.anthem.com forward slash Medicare. Very good. And remind the audience, Martin, uh, about the open enrollment period. It's from when to when? The annual election period began on October 15th, and it runs through December 7th. 
Very good. Well, thanks, folks. Again, uh, really appreciate you listening. Check us out at popoffpodcast.com. If you have questions for me, feel free to email myself or co-host Zach by emailing info at popupthepodcast.com. Thanks, everyone. Take care.